Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, folks. It's Dale, thank you for joining with me. So tell me, are you getting it all? <laughs> <laughs> We've been looking at many episodes, as a matter of fact, I think more than 50 episodes, at the sign of the Lord's coming again. When will these things occur? What will be the sign of His coming again and of the end of the age? And so I know it's a lot of information, particularly to take in just uh, uh, by listening. But I tell you what, that's how we take most things in is by listening. And so I encourage you to uh, read the scripture. I encourage you just to reflect upon the things, meditate upon these things, uh, listen and re-listen. So here's what we've seen where we are right now, is that there's going to be a seven-year time period, which is yet to come, uh, properly referred to as the 70th week of Daniel. You see that out of Daniel chapter 9, where there's 70 weeks, 69 of these weeks, and a week is a seven-year time period. We know that from examining other portions of the scripture and, and the context. And so 69 of these seven-week time periods have already been fulfilled. They were fulfilled when the Lord Jesus Christ came the first time. But there's one seven-year period that is yet to be completed. And we've seen that it will begin when the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, we may or may not know who he is, okay? Uh, I don't think we're going to know that he is the Antichrist at the very beginning. But he will look marvelous in the eyes of the world. And there will be a peace treaty, uh, either affirmed or signed. And all the world thinks there's going to be peace. But it's literally the beginning of birth pangs. You're going to have false Christ. You'll have wars and rumors of wars. You'll have famine. Three and a half years after the signing of that peace covenant, the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, reveals who he really is. At this time, he is literally empowered by Satan, and he commits the abomination of desolation. He walks in, and he declares himself to be God. I believe he does this within the Holy of Holies, where he stops the Jewish people from offering sacrifice, which means they will be offering sacrifice. Now, whether it's the Holy of Holies within a, a rebuilt temple or if it's a Holy of Holies within the rebuilt Tabernacle of Moses, I don't know. Tabernacle of Moses you could do in a few days' time. A temple would take a little while longer. But I could see a temple being a part of it in, in conjunction with the peace treaty and all that kind of thing. So when he starts, when he does that, the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, begins to persecute the church and the Jewish people. That is the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation is Antichrist against the Jewish people and against the church. You see this in Revelation 12. Go read Revelation 12. You'll see exactly what it says. Okay, At that point in time, the fourth seal, then the fifth seal, and the sixth seal are broken in heaven. With breaking of the sixth seal, there's all these celestial disturbances. The sun, moon, and stars go dark. That is when the Lord returns and the church is raptured. And the return of the Lord, the second coming of the Lord, the, the, the word is actually parousia, which means presence. There's many, many, many elements of it. And so when somebody says, well, what do you think about the return of the Lord and when, he's going to, when is he going to return? I'll say, well, specifically, what point are you talking about? What time are you talking about? You see him at this time rapturing his church. You see him uh, splitting the sky from the east, and he's coming with all his angelic band. But then there's other places where you see the Lord actually uh, placing foot upon earth, okay? And so you have to know exactly uh, what point somebody's asking about. Well, then the seventh seal is broken. When the seventh seal is broken, the document is open, and the day of the Lord begins. The rapture of the church initiates the day of the Lord. 
Okay? The same day that the church is raptured, the day of the Lord begins. And when the day of the Lord begins, you have seven trumpets. So you had seven seals that opened the document, and then there's seven trumpets that are blown. And we'll probably chase this around in more detail uh, in, in the next few episodes to see exactly what happens with each one of these things. The seven trumpets are blown. At the end, right before the blowing of the seventh trumpet, that is when the seven-year period is completed. Okay, And you have some great verses, Revelation, talking about how the salvation of Israel has occurred at this time, and the mystery of God is completed. But here's what's interesting. Quite often people think, well, at the end of that seven-year period, at the end of that 70th week of Daniel, that's it. We just go right into the thousand-year reign of the Lord. Well, not exactly. And here's why. And it's out of Daniel chapter 12. Let me read this to you. Um, Daniel says this. He's at the end of his life. He's seen all this stuff. He's written this down. And Daniel says, beginning with verse 8, As for me, I heard but could not understand. <laughs> you know, I take, I take great comfort in that, that a lot of times we see that Daniel didn't understand what he was hearing, what he was seeing. We see it with Peter. Peter says, you know, it's sort of difficult to understand some of the things that our brother Paul has written. And so Daniel says, I could not understand. So Daniel said, I said, my Lord, what will be the outcome of these things? And Daniel is speaking with a messenger. And he said, go your way, Daniel, for these words are concealed and sealed up until the end time. Folks, I think that's so, so, so important. And the reason I think it's so important is because I think that we are in the end time. I know we're in the last days. We know that from Hebrews 1, from the time that the Lord Jesus came in, in, bodily, function, in bodily form, uh, we have been in the last days. But we are at the end times because of this. The understanding and illumination and enlightenment and revelation that is coming through the book of Daniel, literally in our lifetimes, literally in the last 50 years, let's say, is amazing. If you read some of the great, great uh, commentators of, say, two or three or four hundred years ago, their writings, where they would write 400 pages on a blank wall, I mean, just voluminous amounts, you see that they wrote relatively a, a little on the book of Daniel. They really didn't understand it. And it's for this reason. The words are concealed, and they're sealed up until the end time. And then the messenger told Daniel this in Daniel 12, verse uh, 10. Many will be purged, purified, and refined, but the wicked will act wickedly, and none of the wicked will understand. But those who have insight will understand. And so we're literally being told by this angelic messenger through Daniel right here that the book's going to be concealed. The book's going to be sealed up. And at the end time, it will be understood. There's going to be a purging, a purifying, a refining. I think that's literally speaking of the body of Christ. Okay, we're going to find out who the wheat and the tares are. But the wicked will keep acting wickedly. But those who have insight will understand. Now listen to this. These two verses right here are amazing. Um, verse 11. From the time that the regular sacrifice is abolished and the abomination of desolation is set up, there will be 1,290 days. How blessed is he who keeps waiting and attains to the 1,335th day. Now, this is interesting because I think this speaks to what's going on at the end of the seven-year period. Uh, 
you would not believe the number of commentaries on Daniel and Revelation and end times and stuff like this that absolutely ignore these two verses. They ignore them. If they do pay attention to them, they just sort of write them off and say, well, it just means this and that's it. What this means right here, because we know that the second part of the 70, 70th week of Daniel is three and a half years long, 42 months, time times and a half a times, 1260 days. That's how it's described in several places in Scripture, throughout Scripture. Here he says, though, from the time the regular sacrifice is abolished, and I think that takes place at the midpoint, from that time, and the abomination is set up, there's going to be 1,290 days. And then he says, how blessed is he who keeps waiting and attains to the 1,335th day. You have some major time elements right here that, generally speaking, folks, are not dealt with. I was going to deal with them, but our time's run out, so I'll have to deal with them next time, okay? Let me read this last verse of Daniel. But Daniel says it. Uh, the messenger said this to Daniel. But as for you, go your way to the end. Then you will enter into rest and rise again for your allotted portion at the end of the age. The messenger tells Daniel, you're going to die, but you're going to be resurrected, and you're going to rise to your portion at the end of the age. Isn't that great? Uh, so anyway, uh, come back to the next episode, and I'll tell you what that 1,290 days and 1,335 days means. Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me. Goodbye. Thank you.